you survived another week. Welcome to the Urban Shooter Podcast with your host, Ken Blanchard. Thank you for listening, downloading, and subscribing to this weekly show created for law-abiding, fun-loving gun owners of the city I call Urban Shooters. Shooters, stand by. Already on the left. Already on the right. Don't preach to the choir. Those who know the truth of firearms ownership and constitutional rights often speak to others who already have an understanding of the problems we face in this country. This audience adamantly opposes those who seek to constrict or abolish these rights and beliefs, but it isn't as a large part of the population as many suspect. Unfortunately, speakers and leaders of pro-rights groups have been guilty of preaching to too many who already sing in accordance with the many messages already in place. We listen to the same music, read the same forums, talk the same lingo. But as crusaders in the battle for truth, pro-gun advocates must make sure that their messages get across to a more diverse population of America. The subtle uses of words can separate how Americans culturally and unconsciously choose how they think about guns, militias, and crime. No matter what set of gun control you're on, we have been forced into taking a polarized viewpoint about it. Be aware of this polarization helps make the gun issue a black and a white issue. The discussion of arming private citizens is more important than that. And the politically savvy people use this to their advantage. As a proponent of freedom, you must reach a listener or reader and emphasize the facts in terms that are relevant to your audience and at their level. And not all cultures operate the same way. Learn your audience. Even you might have to throw a little emotion in your delivery. Whatever approach you use, state the truth. Because the truth is simple. The freedom to live as you choose in this country is only ensured by our willingness to defend it. Despite the advances this country has made in technology, politics, and diplomacy, freedom is at constant risk from elements of humanity and natural disasters. Depending on the availability of police and emergency equipment, you must maintain your part of civilization until the authorities can restore order, thus arming yourselves for self-protection before a crime, civil upheaval, or natural disaster becomes a civil right. Now, the dialogue on gun rarely crosses racial barriers, but it should. It's not a black or white thing. It's a people thing. As the nation fights with itself over the gun lobby, militias, and more gun control laws, those knowledgeable about farms are further separated from the misinformed. This separation divides the country and creates a new minority. If you are a gun enthusiast or educated in the basis of firearms, your views about firearms make you a part of this new minority. Now, as a minority, you will be scrutinized for your different beliefs and culture. Use this understanding to bridge the culture gap. We are more alike than most people think. The deep mistrust of the affluent by African and Hispanic Americans, especially with respect to guns, is very similar to the new feelings about the government found today across the country. 
These similar feelings cause separatism in some groups and the formation of militia groups, among others. Now, Americans who have formed militias out of fear of an all-too-powerful government are only echoing what other less cohesive groups of Americans have felt all along. The great example of similarities between blacks and whites exists today in the heavy-handed and reckless dealings of the government with religious groups that do not conform to the norm. The destruction of the Branch Davidian cult in Waco, Texas, parallels what happened a decade, shoot, two or three decades ago in Philadelphia when a black cult called Move was firebombed by the police. An entire neighborhood was decimated by law enforcement. The difference here, among other things, is cultural. Rural Americans that once felt part of the system are rebelling and forming militias. The Branch Davidians were just like the people on the Move movement 20 years ago. Aside from ethnic differences and beliefs, both were anti-internal revenue service, anti-government, and armed. Polarization tries to make it seem like militias today are urban terrorists. Words are used in the media to such they are unpatriotic bigots, a loaded for bear. Contrary to published reports, the FBI had known about militias in this country and knows that the groups profiled lately are not the same ones that are purely criminal and are white supremacists. Those in charge of the message have put their elitist spin on it. Firearms ownership in this country has been legal only for the elite for many centuries. The gun control issue is not new. Civilian arms control has been systematic for mankind since one person first thought himself better than the other. Whenever ordinary people want the same privileges as their chosen group, there has been conflict, no matter what the country Japan banned firearms and many black powder devices for centuries, following their development to sustain the power of their samurai guards. Peasants were reduced to improvising weapons from farm tools and were forced to develop unarmed martial arts. Now, this legacy of slavery upon many of the world's so-called minorities has produced a mindset among them that is conditioned to dislike firearms. Generations of negative reinforcement and exposure to firearms has created mistrust in minority communities against the people who have them. Similar to Japan's ruling class, today's American elite, including the wealthy, educated clergy, politicians, and business people, publicly denounce the need for self-defense and the Constitution's meaning in the Second Amendment. The gun debate should not be made into a black and white issue. The right to keep and bear arms is not just for hunters, the NRA, or the elite. Unfortunately, many people of color have selectively forgotten the struggles of their ancestors. The legacy of my grandparents still lives. The firearms I saw daily in their modest backwater Virginia home were never misused and did not become the tool of suicide. Grandma's shotgun sat unlocked and loaded in the kitchen 24 hours a day with 30-plus grandchildren, sometimes around. My grandmother's firearms brought home food and protected them from robbers and back in the day from fear of the Ku Klux Klan. Growing up in that environment, it is easy for me to disbelieve the hype that is promoted today. Owning a firearm is still a viable need. I don't care how far we get in technology. Proper firearms training and responsible ownership will still protect you from an advanced society stuck in reverse. Forget lobbying groups and politics for a minute. There are children and teens out there on our streets that are growing up into what we call sociopaths. There are increasing numbers of people who cannot handle today's stress and opt to hurt others and themselves. 
there are areas that where the combination of poverty, unemployment, and substance abuse has made criminals out of disenfranchised people. Unfortunately, many people have to live near and in all those areas. The average citizen, regardless of color, does not have the luxury of the elite with with armed sentries in their communities, bodyguards, or special police patrols. In any of these circumstances, you have to protect yourself and your family until order is restored. Black, white, pro-gun, or anti-gun. As long as the fear of guns is used to separate and divide the country, the rights of all Americans are at risk. I recommend that the leaders of the pro-gun rights movement across the country start with your strengths. In order to reach a more diverse group of people, utilize the members of your organization that are willing to speak and spread the gospel. Ask for volunteers among your cadre of friends that you have that make up a little different racial, social, and ethnic background than you have. That's what this country is made from. We never quite made the mythical melting pot in America. We are more like a mixed fruit salad. This salad only comes together in a crisis, however. And nevertheless, the rhetoric and political climate to rewrite and circumvent many of this nation's laws in order to be in fashion with the times will undermine years of progress, usurp the dignity and pride of this country's future, and nullify the struggles and deaths of many, many women that suffered to make this country free. Now you know me, I'm willing to speak to any group willing to show up, because none of us is as strong as all of us. Let us remember that to win this battle, we must educate, elevate, and motivate our sisters and brothers of all colors and beliefs. And this can't be done effectively if we keep the information ourselves about the illegitimacy of gun control or allow others to strain the meat of the message to a starving nation. Unless everybody gets involved in exposing the fallacies of gun bans, the assault weapons hype, and the right to keep and bear arms, nobody will be free. a plan. We have thinkers, action-oriented people, patriots, soldiers, men and women of good moral character. So why do we always lose this battle over the hearts and minds of our peers about the firearms industry, about the gun issue, about gun buybacks, about turn-ins, about the right to keep and bear arms? What we, the lack, or what we lack is a plan. Think about it. Every gun buyback, every march, every declaration against our freedom makes you do one of two things. React or do nothing. By definition, a reaction is always slower than action. Of the two, doing nothing is probably the best thing we can do sometimes. Like martial arts, it's hard to fight somebody who's not giving you any issues. But I believe it's time for me to change the way I'm doing things. Time for me to change from being the black man with a gun. It worked for Puff Daddy. Why can't it work for Ken Blanchard? This is show number 52 of the Urban Shooter Podcast. And I have one commentary, a few commercials, and this one plea to you. Are you ready to go on the offensive? Our first task if you dare to join me 
is to tackle what we should, could, and can do about the gun buyback programs before it happens to the church near you or in your neighborhood. We know they are counterproductive to our freedom, but you will always be too late reacting to one. You can't have a tyranny response unit. You can't have a counter-protest. You're already behind the eight ball. It's time to stop that. Time to go on the offensive. What if we successfully educated clergy and congregations they would cease even having them that's my goal are you with me and if you are here's what I need let's prepare some written material about why gun buybacks and turn-ins are bad so we can all put this together and make a PDF file that we can send around the world also that we can print collectively and share wherever we are then, in a concerted effort, pass this stuff around. This is a new era. We have the technology. We have the intelligence. Actually, we have the power. Are you with me? And once we talk this through and we tackle this problem, and once our collective voices are heard, we'll move on to something else, to the next enemy of our freedom. You have heard of Reverend Jesse. You have heard of Reverend Al. Ladies and gentlemen, allow me to introduce for the first time Reverend Ken, Minister of Defense. Ken Blanchard is a 148-page book with pictures showing the right way and wrong way to do things, different guns and techniques, and a great primer for new shooters, an icebreaker for the experienced shooter, and a tool for the activist. Black Man with a Gun is a book that easily explains and inspires. With the humor of the most audacious African-American in support of the right to keep and bear arms, Ken Blanchard. Ken Blanchard is a former U.S. Marine, federal firearms instructor, private investigator, counter-terrorist, public speaker, and web personality. Ken has been featured in two documentaries, Fox News, the BBC, the Washington Business Journal, Washington Times, Wall Street Journal, and now with his new podcast, The Urban Shooter on iTunes. In the book, you'll find a letter to my sisters, buying a firearm, the racist roots of gun control, the NRA, your rights, the police, religion, and guns. Get your autographed copy today by visiting blackmanwithagun.com or by calling 888-772-6262. Get your copy now. Hey, gang, this is Masad Ayub. If you're interested in the Lethal Force Institute training that we offer around the country to law-abiding armed citizens, you can find information at ayoob.com. Thank you, stay safe, and enjoy Ken Blanchard's Urban Shooter Podcast. If you're looking for private investigative work, not employment, but somebody to do the work for you, if you are a law firm or individual looking for that perfect person to find something for you, contact ZZAgency.com. Hi, this is Larry Pratt from Gun Owners of America. Thanks for listening to Ken Blanchard's podcast, The Urban Shooter. 
All right, that concludes another episode of the Urban Shooter Podcast, and I thank you for joining me. Remember, if you sent in for a book and didn't receive it, quickly send me an email and I'll get it back out to you. The post office jammed me up over the Christmas holidays, and there's a couple of folks who got shortchanged, and I will fix that ASAP. If you've called and I haven't returned a phone call, I'm still trying to get back to you. Life hasn't slowed down for me yet, but I haven't forgot about you. Thank you for being who you are, and I ask for your patience as I get my life in order. Thank you again for Larry Pratt for saying that, for Susan McComas of the ZZ Agency, and my new friend Ron Pincus of Ice Training. US. If you're looking for some high-speed, low-drag training, check out IceTraining.us. And all my friends in business, in law enforcement, and in, in training, be careful out there. Until next week, this is your friend and your brother, Ken Blanchard, Minister of Defense. You can contact me at blackmanwithagun at gmail.com or 301-637-5848 and leave a message. Talk to you soon. Peace.